Hey, yo, what's up? Welcome to Cheers to Beers. I'm your host, Jess Keller-Poole. And this week, my co-host, Shauna Cormier, and I are joined by some special guests. We got the two dudes from the very popular YouTube channel that is all about reviewing food, fast food, um, casual dining. Number six with cheese, we are joined today by Corey and Sean. And we're breaking up the format a little bit this week. Uh, Corey and Sean are improv actors comedians um they do this five day a week youtube channel which is insane so we broke it up a little bit this week and as these dudes are from chicago which is a a great beer city but we decided to lighten it up a little bit literally lighten it up a little bit and we were talking and drinking some different light beers that are available across the u.s as well as have an extended drunchies segment. So um, it's just kind of zip, zap, zopping, shooting the shit, drinking beer, eating Taco Bell. I was eating Taco Bell and it was lots of fun. But, you know, before I get into any more details and fun stuff about that, I am going to talk about what I'm drinking right now. And I, I felt appropriate to break up what we were drinking in this episode versus what I'm drinking during the intro. Uh, With me, I have got, I think this is from the latest release from Floodland, this year's Seekers After Light, which is a um, Saison, I mean, it's all Saison, that was re-fermented on red gold nectarines, which are mm, beautiful, beautiful pieces of fruit. Um, Red gold nectarines and then some Sauvignon Blanc pomace. So it's stone fruit, white wine vibes. It's absolutely gorgeous. Finishes, for, there definitely is some acidity there um, from the fruit, but it ends so perfectly dry and not like, like, ugh, like a tannic the way that um, like a red, a dry red wine would be. It just, just softly drops off your palate and it's so beautiful. The, the fruit presence is incredible. There's more of the subtle grapefruity Sauvignon Blanc flavor. Ugh. An absolute dream. And the reason why I said I need to break it up is because in this episode, we're drinking Rainier, Modelo, Montucky, PBR. So, you know, I can go both ways. I'm not all about pretentious beer drinking. Um, I can hang. I can do me a little macro light lager when that is appropriate. So we actually sent over some Rainier to Corey and Sean. Like I said, they're in Chicago. So, you know, Rainier's not out there. And I was trying to think of what are some light loggers that represent the Pacific Northwest, Seattle, and Midwest. And to me, that meant Rainier and PBR. So those were the beers I was drinking. Shauna got herself some Modelo and Rainier. Um, I'm pretty sure Corey was just drinking Rainier. I mean, I don't blame him. And then Sean had some Montucky as well as Rainier. Stick around till the end of the episode to hear a special promo from one of the other shows on the Titan Cast Network, Confession of Retail. All right, enough business up top. It is time to get into it. In this episode, Sean and I talked to Sean and Corey about the divorced parents' tuna bowl, the history of Malort, auditioning for beer commercials, and... We we fight to the death. Not quite. We we attempt to claim what the best dessert and fast food is. So go grab yourself a light lager, maybe a regional one, maybe one you haven't tried before. I don't know. It's springtime. We're starting to hang out outside again. Like 
sometimes you just want to crack open something easy, something you're not thinking about while you're socializing. Socializing. What a concept. All right, guys, grab that can and join us. Cheers. Okay, did you all get sweaty from running around? That's all right. You look, you also look good, Taco Bell. Yeah, nice job, Taco Bell. Thank you. Did you all get the Rainier in the mail? We did. It's right here. Excellent. I'm going to grab mine. Yeah, I've got Rainier and I went with Pabst. I felt like Pabst is um, the kind of Midwest light beer. I don't know if there was another better one I could have chosen. I mean, like PBR, right? No, that's like, that's the best like pbr and old yeah. style here are like the two interchangeable light beers i feel like okay old cool. style mm-hmm. you have never heard of that oh really I've, I've had it it's been a long time that's so it tastes a lot like pbr like i think if you blindfolded somebody i don't think they'd really you'd have to be a real sommelier of beer to <laughs> you have to some um, it's real called the cicerone oh sorry see so, yeah, we're gonna learn <laughs> we're gonna learn shit today <laughs> cicerone alone Oh God, that sounds depressing. Okay. It is. It's a sad life, really. (laughs) Okay. So, um, yeah. So I've got Rainier and PBR. Shauna, what do you have? I have the, the, don't judge. I just, these are the only single sizes they had. (laughs) Okay. Yes. 24 ounces. 24 fucking ounces. What am I going to do with this? (laughs) You know what you're going to do with it. Drink it. And I have, um, which I think is one of my faves. Oh, Modelo, wow. man. Good for you. Although, you know, it's hard for me to uh, drink this without it being, you know, with like uh, uh, hot sauce and with the lime and the have chips. The whole... You need the salt. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I need a michelada. Gone to Taco Bell too, but. <laughs> I know. I already told them that I feel really jealous and I made a big mistake and I'm really sorry. You guys, I just have to say before this even starts. I mean, it's already started, but um, how seamless Taco Bell's situation is during COVID. I don't know how much experience Corey and Sean you have with Taco Bell over the past year, but Badly a lot. Probably um, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> their, their website is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like I and so I have a restrictive diet. I'm mostly vegan, which is why Taco Bell is one of the only fast foods I can eat at. Yeah. And it was so easy to make everything fresco style or add this, eliminate this. I didn't even know they had pickled jalapenos. I added that on everything. Yeah, that's a good move. It was yeah, it was so easy. Move. All you had to do, I prepaid for it. And then I chose drive-thru. So then when I went to the drive-thru, I just said my name. They confirmed everything I ordered. Pulled on through. Good to Isn't go. Isn't it wild? I like talked. I've like saying their praises about how good their app is. They're like customization. And from what all my That's vegetarian and vegan friends literally like rave about Taco Bell being the best fast food for that stuff. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, it, I agree. It has. And then um, whatever the corporation is that owns like Taco Bell and uh, KFC yum, and all yum that. Foods um, or whatever they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then they cut the menu mm-hmm. just a, a few months ago, and people were pissed. Oh, yeah. And I was pissed because they cut the majority of what I could eat there. Yeah. Um, and then they got the message. Yeah. <laughs> and they again. returned potatoes to the menu. Um, got some of my vegan goods back. Yeah. So my best friend, she lives back in Michigan, and she had like a like a legitimate like physical, like I think she broke something in her house when they got rid of the potatoes. Like she was one of those girls. <laughs> 
like she was like, I'm the first to sign the petition. I'm like, all right, Colleen, calm down. Like, but she, when they came back, like hilariously, the day they came back was her birthday. I was like, of course, like fate. And she was like, I'm going and ordering everything. I was like, you need to make some different life choices, but that's cool. Like do whatever you got to do. But she was so excited. I was like, just make your birthday themed Taco yeah, Bell. Yeah. I mean, I know. It's happened before, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's Taco Bell weddings in Vegas at the Taco Bell. Right on the strip, you can get married in the Taco Bell. And it's not like some people do it. It's like all the time. It's like they post about it weekly. So, you know, if you ever want to. You know what good yeah, for them. Whatever. A, mar a marriage that starts with tacos is going to be a marriage that lasts. I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah. That's actually like their slogan. <laughs> they changed it when they changed the menu. Uh -oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's also, it's like the same thing with like McDonald's and all those like fast food places I've been around for a long time. There's like such nostalgia connected to mm -hmm. it that people like have these very guttural like connections to them. Yeah. So like, that's why you like it. It's not because it's like the best thing on earth. It's just because it's like, it reminds you of being a kid. I know people have such an no, attachment sure. to it. Like that's such a weird thing about our show is like, you know, we, we make jokes and do comedy stuff, but like the amount of people that have like such an attachment to some of those places is wild. Like they love seeing that stuff. So yeah, I mean, we live it firsthand with the show. Like it's people are diehard about it. Oh yeah. yeah. So I, let's, let's kind of jump into that a little bit. So um, Sean and Corey of number six with cheese. Um, do you guys want to give us like a little rundown of what your uh, YouTube channel is about and all the fun stuff y'all do? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so we we yeah. uh we're a five day a week uh food review channel we started filming videos together like in july of 2016 we met at the second city training center did improv and sketch and stuff like that and so uh we started making videos together and there's just like this niche online of people that love food reviews and there's such a baked in audience to that so we started like just with a one-off episode at burger king literally five years ago and it went pretty well it got a really like great reaction from people and it's honestly just a really good platform to like be funny you know what i mean like the whole idea of going through a drive-thru it's so like you know it's just so america of like doing all that everyone can relate to it so we started doing that and then it became two days a week and three days and, four, and all, now it's we've been doing five days a week every morning videos go live for years like so and we've we've really incorporated in beer and local breweries and then also local food here in chicago and obviously during the pandemic we've upped our videos to focus more on local chicago places because they're hurting so bad and that's obviously cool. like the food we prefer we love the culture that's built into that so now we do that and there's so much crazy stuff that's happened from it we've done commercials and traveled for like arby's and checkers and rallies and all these crazy companies so it's just kind of snowballed into a really cool little full-time gig now that's insane dude five days a week i didn't know that yeah. that's that's a lot how do you um how do you manage y'all's health with that <laughs> i was just i was just talking about that before. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> we're just unhealthy our insides are just mashed yeah. potatoes it's just thing. throwing chins by the week we're just counting my chins on camera and Corey just has a clipboard and he just goes okay sean's got another chin for tuesday's video yeah we're <laughs> like how parents would mark their kids heights on a wall i marked the amount yeah, of sean's chin i'm just like all right Corey, i'm going for seven by march 
Um, but we're like, we're crazy to, to be completely honest with you though. Like we do take that really seriously. Like we, you know, we run and work out and stuff, but like, if you didn't, I mean, you have to, like, we do get that comment a lot. That's like, how do you guys not weigh 500 pounds? And like, that's a nice, that's actually a sadly nice comment to get. Cause we take that seriously because we, you know, we're eating so much, but we've really kind of tapered off. Like, and also if you watch other YouTubers who review food, Sean is not correct. You do not have to take your health (laughs) into consideration. Plenty of other food reviewers on YouTube are yeah. clearly, clearly no that's consideration. True. That's true. Wait, we you just, guys, there's so much you have to do for the subscribers. Like you have them. to sacrifice mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. <laughs> Everything for the fans. Um, yeah. I was just thinking too, like, I feel like, I mean, Chicago is a really great food city. It's also a really great mm-hmm. beer city. Um, it seems like, and a really great comedy <laughs> city. So it kind of feels like everything you guys are working on just kind of came together really nicely. There. Yeah, it's it was nice because like we both moved here for comedy and, you know, like this, mm. this happening. That's the funny thing is yeah, we're not really like no, food people at like at all. Or, or like, it's not like we're trained in this. There's no, we're not beer people really. We just kind of eat food and just talk yeah, about it. Yeah. And it's fun too. Cause like Corey was editing and I've been editing and then like we knew how to use cameras. So like all the, like you were saying, like it, all of a sudden all these boxes were checked where it kind of worked really well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, we've gotten to a schedule where we can maintain this and do other stuff, you know, which is really nice. I mean, it's tough, but that was always the goal is like, let's still make comedy you know, the main priority (laughs) kind of thing. So, but we love Corey's such a good writer and like, I'm just, we're just trying to get on stages and do fun shows. So like, we're so excited for life to get back to normal and all all that stuff. So it's just, we want to perform, you know? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, so I went to Chicago for the first time in 2019 had a great time there. Really loved the city. Really loved the people there. Um, Did go to an improv show, although I don't remember it was improv. Um, I don't remember which. <laughs> well, You're like, wait a there's second. There's like 70, 70 yes, theaters and... now, so I don't blame you for not knowing exactly what it is. Right. It was, um, oh my God, what is the name of, I? if I can find out this mm-hmm. brewery I was at, because I was at a brewery tap room it, that was across oh, yeah. the street be from able the to, theater we went to. If I could find out what that brewery yeah, was. You can figure that out. I love that this is going to, we're going to figure this answer out because of beer. It's probably IO. It's that, remember off, Sean? Off there's color, that brewery off tap color room. Right it oh, was IO. Good yep, job, that Corey. Good. Yeah, that was that's great. a great place. They got a really cool bar in there too. Yeah, I love that spot. Room. Yeah, um, it was funny. I was there with some family, and Shauna is a theater actress, Ooh. um, and so my and I'm also a nerd. So, um. I grew up as a teenager really loving Shakespeare and there was a improv oh, show my. there that was oh, like yeah. Shakespeare yeah. themed. Did you, is that what you went to? That's amazing. I do. Oh. I didn't because I was with oh. a family and my mom was like, I know you're the only one oh, who would enjoy so this. Good. So we have to oh. do just like a, it's the so best non Shakespeare, like fa- people who don't love or even really know about Shakespeare are obsessed with that show. It's like one of the most successful shows in Chicago. Yeah. You messed Your mom up. messed up on that up. one. I got yeah, she dude. was she was trying to she was trying to appease everyone, but like I have no doubt because Shakespeare historically was for the people. So like Shakespeare even on its own is entertaining. So I imagine if it was translated to 21st century oh improv, that like the amazing. the stars yeah, that I've came seen, from that are nuts. Yeah, I've seen that show because it toured. I saw it in New York though because it was toured mm-hmm. at one point. And yeah, it was like I I I've seen a lot of improv and I've done improv, but I was just like. I like couldn't move. I was so in shock about how I know. incredible I know. it was. 
I mean, I, was, I laughed. Of course, I was laughing, but I also was just like, "How there are what is?" Ha- it's this is unbelievable. Incredible. That was one of the first shows I ever saw in Chicago, and I and that's why one of the main reasons I was like, "Well, I'm moving here." Obviously, like you have to like train for a year with the crew. You're almost like an understudy no before doubt. they even let you do a show. Like you have to be. You have to know Shakespearean language. You have to know the jokes have to make sense to the history of everything. Like it's wild that you that you put in your homework to get on that stage. It's nuts. Dude, I feel like I feel like before if I were an understudy for that and like you've been watching this whole time, they're like, okay, you can go on. I feel like I would just all of my insides would fall out before I was even able to do it. I think everybody's do. You just be like, (laughs) Hey, my intestines are back there. Is that cool? Time to go on stage. Like <laughs> yeah, like I just would literally drop dead. I'd be like, "Well, uh, it's over. Yeah. I can't do it." Yeah. No, the, no, the nerves would be nuts. I can't. Crazy, I can't even crazy. imagine that. Okay, yeah, let's, let's not do it. Maybe we shouldn't do it. Yeah. All right, we won't. Okay, no, we won't. <laughs> I mean, we. You know what? Okay. You know what? We should try. In order to be brave, you have to do something mm-hmm. that makes you scared. So let's. Is that a quote from the movie Brave or a Katy Perry song? Brave. It is. Um, it's a quote from the the book. Oh, okay. Of Pete okay. The Cat. I knew it was from some book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a talk from your three-year-olds. So. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, guys, if you read a lot of kids' books, you can get inspired. That'd be weird, though, if Corey and I just start going to like the children's section at a bookstore and start buying stuff, and we have like no reason to be there. Like, so we're going to be on a list somewhere. Everyone's all. He looking. always ropes me in with his weird <laughs> ideas. You see, I said Corey and me. He didn't just say Sean. He say, "Wouldn't it be weird if I went?" He's like, oh, "Corey and me." Don't rope uh, me in on that. I want to look like stuff. a pair of dads, you know. Well, I was going to say. Your your excuse at that point would just be like we're looking for more iambic pantameter. You know, children's books are always rhyming. Before, There's before a reason Jess, to be there. Could, Corey will have already pointed the finger at me in the bookstore and said, "This guy's a weirdo," and I would be they'd be taking me away. I'm telling you, I'm not going to no kids store with you, bro. It's Quit like a Barnes and Noble. I'm talking like about like a big store. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this weirdo stuff you got going on here, buddy. Next thing you know, you're going to like dad, like some sort of dad meeting or something, yeah. and you're not dads. This so is why just people like can't hang out with me because it's just all of a sudden like I hung out with Sean on Friday night. And we we're like a dad meeting, and he's just like a single, like not even doesn't have any kids. Just what I do on Fridays. <laughs> I like yeah, to hear what the dads to... have to say. Um. So, are you guys both transplants to Chicago? Mm-hmm. Where'd you come from? I love that Corey's wearing his Detroit Lions sweatshirt, by the way. I just I wanted it. to say this. Right. I'm I'm from Detroit. I also love that you sighed. You sighed before you said where you were from. You're I don't all... know why I did. I don't know why I did. It's very I'm sad. And I'm from Toledo. Yeah. Oh, so okay. we're, we're still Midwest babies. You guys know about Toledo? Very much. Yeah. I've heard Toledo's of it. Toledo's a great city. I've never been there. You guys both said, when I said Toledo, you're like, oh, I was like, oh, does people know about Toledo? I can't Toledo's imagine people cool, like man. in Washington, Toledo's like if somebody's cool. like Toledo, Ohio, yeah. like what goes through your mind when someone says Toledo? <laughs> we don't, you don't have to I really want to know. It's going to be hurtful. No, say it. It's going to be hurtful. You say it. Because I love my city. <laughs> I, I just feel Only like. say it, nice things. I'm obsessed with my place. You know, you meet some mm. good folks there that make a, just an excellent casserole. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think casserole, you, pretty much Midwest is just one big casserole. We're all just, you know, we're all, everyone. Which, who doesn't like a casserole? You know? It's American. It's uh, even, you know, I grew up my mom making a tuna noodle casserole. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's Have very, you tuna my mom casserole? was big into the, she oh, would use bow tie pasta and I loved bow tie pasta. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you oh. gotta. 
She used all, whatever she, pasta was um, on sale. She would always use the same bowl when she'd make it. And then when my parents, let's bring this down. Um, when my parents got divorced, I was like, I want the bowl in the divorce. And I was like, I took it and it's in my, it's in my kitchen right now in Chicago. It's my tuna bowl. It's, mm-hmm. your, yeah, it's, my it's your divorce bowl. tuna bowl. I hope they listen to this. Um, I would say the other imagery that comes to mind is like a church basement. Like a rectory. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 totally. And the thing is, is I'm from California. We don't right. have basements in California. So like the whole concept of a basement under so, like, a church can I ask is you a question? intriguing. When you were like growing yes. up and you were like starting to like, you know, date and, and start to, where do people, where does like, what does that happen? Basements were, Make is out? it just cars? Because <laughs> basements, so ever- basements were for like me, the it was epitome cars. of where it all started, you know? Uh, cars were big, for okay. sure. I mean, I was very privileged to grow up in a um, beautiful area in Northern California. So we were really close to the beach, too. So oh, man. it'd be like a drive out to the beach would be kind of fun, a little adventure. Oh, you're not, that's not even um, real life. That just sounds like, <laughs> that's not even real. I was like, I'm in a cold basement in Redford, Michigan. Like, that's where... <laughs> Dude, I grew up in Tucson, Arizona, and there weren't basements. It was just like a oh. lot of dust. Mm. Um, and we'd have to we had to drive to the end of Speedway, which is at the end of like oh, a major road, and it would just be where the national. I thought you meant like a gas station, ends. the gas station Speedway, it, which is huge in the Midwest. And then you just went to a gas oh. station parking lot, which is also fine. We just the lighting's Very great for lighting. making out of the gas <laughs> station. <laughs> And just do, yeah, do the, the do business the business. There. Hey, do you mind if we drive to the speedway? The business? the business, like only if you have PBR, my dude. Let's do the oh, business. Oh wow, great hookup here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, oh god, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I speaking of which, I think I'm gonna go ahead and open up my PBR. I oh, yeah, do it. I'm gonna save my Rainier for a second. I'm definitely not gonna drink 24 ounces. Well, we'll see. We'll see what how the Taco Bell makes me feel. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Listen, guys. But I okay. So last time I had a PBR, I was in New Orleans, um, at a show, and um, we'd already been like drinking. So I was like, I kind of I don't need anything else in me. Really, it's it's one of those moments, and this is actually where Rainier comes in for me, when you're like, I don't need another drink, but I'm gonna have one more. Oh, okay. Um, that's where Rainier usually comes in for me. But in this situation, um, I went with a PBR because that's what was at the bar and um, hated it. Couldn't finish it. Um, so we're going to see if anything has changed. Yeah, I'm excited to see your reaction to this, having not had it since being in beautiful New Orleans. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh do you want me to crack my? I'm gonna oh, yeah. open my. Please Modelo. do. Also, this is hilarious that I'm pouring a PBR into a Teku glass. <laughs> um. So, Dude, I love those glasses. Listen, I'm gonna pour it. My f- oh, yeah. oh my god, is that my actually crystal? Is that, crystal? Is, that crystal? <laughs> is that your grandma's? Dude, you guys, listen. My mom bought oh me two of these, like for a present, and I was like, yeah. "Mom, these, these are, are really gorgeous. nice." Um, and I only drink like oh, cheap well, lagers, out of them. as you should. Yeah, unless That's very pretty. You it's got pretty. um so. I, I don't know how big into beer you guys are, but uh, there's an English style called mild, which is typically on cask. Okay. And um, up here in Seattle, usually in, in regular March, we have an event called March Mildness. Mm. Uh, we don't have a basketball team up here anymore. So, you know, we just have to default the brackets to beer. And um, <laughs> the... Um, <laughs> The brewery up here, they're called Machine House. They're an all-English cask brewery. 
and it's they make this mild and it goes to certain bars and the whole thing is you drink as much mild as you can and you win prizes um and so unless you had a box of mild so this brewery what they started doing during covid um is they started putting the mild in a bag the way that like bagged wine is oh wow and then put it in a box so it has a little spigot (laughs) yeah it's it's fucking perfect because mild is already lower carbonation so it's not like it needs to sustain and it should be warmer anyways yeah so it just ended up being the perfect little vessel for march mildness so shauna that would be the other thing i would use those crystal mugs for oh yeah i did I don't have any mild right now. I finished mine yesterday. But can I, I have to, being a Michigan State graduate, I have to ask you, have you ever played Slap the Bag? Okay, good. I, I was I'm glad just I'm not bring the only, that up. Like, that'd be weird if I was just like, this is a game we play. No. So you, 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 op- <laughs> <laughs> you open the nozzle of like the Franzia bag, right? You rip that bag right out of the box. No one's care. Like for tailgates, you're not carrying a box of wine around. So you got the bag and you open the little spigot and you drink. And then when you want the person to stop, to put it back to close, you, you slap the bag. So it was like a how much could you drink before you had to slap the bag kind of thing. Isn't that, that sounds really irresponsible, <laughs> but you know, listen, that's what college is about. It, that's true. And I never personally played it. It was very much like a frat. Very. Okay. Game. Yeah, well, yeah, I was under, yeah. Okay. And, and I didn't spend too much time at frats. So yeah, I guess I just missed, I missed the window there. Wait, Jess, hmm. Jess, why, why didn't you spend a lot of time there? I'm confused. It's like a Not deeper exactly story. My scene. <laughs> That's where that's where all the boys are. <laughs> that's the only place it's, you can find the boys. There'd be college. like 19 guys and like one one guy's girlfriend. That was my fraternity. And be like, where are they? And you're all, <laughs> <laughs> where'd they all go? It, you know, I mean, to be honest, I didn't know about slap the bag until fairly Ooh, recently. A later in life, really? I know. I went. I know. I don't know how. I'd never even heard of it. Like that. Feel, I mean, I, it's like one of those moments where you're like, you don't hear about something that's kind of yeah. common knowledge, and you're like. You kind of think to yourself, like, wow, what's wrong with, like, what's happened to me? It's like for this to happen. Yeah. Or I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not that big a deal. But it was at a bachelorette okay. party, okay. of course. We were all in a jacuzzi, the biggest jacuzzi I've ever seen, by the way. Wow. And we were passing around a Franzia <laughs> thing. That's incredible. Everyone shouldn't. I can't. F- yeah, I guess I can. Pick. That's so else. funny. I was really hoping the jacuzzi was going to be in like the back of a stretch Hummer. You ever like in like Parks and Rec, they just have like a big <laughs> oh. jacuzzi in the back of a like a big stretch limo. <laughs> it was always in a Hummer. <laughs> stretch Hummer. <laughs> it'd be like bright Hummers. pink. It's like yeah. the only thing they're good. For. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was big. It was like yeah. I don't. I'm not really good with feet, but it just it looked like a, it looked like a small yeah. swimming pool. It yeah. was insane. And you're just drinking wine out of a bag. That's what it, that, listen, it's my last time to party. (laughs) Hey girls, let's do this. You know, you're getting married. I'm already married. Let's drink from a fucking bag. Um, Is this a quick question? Is this the same bachelorette party that was in like Washington wine country? It was that oh, weird wow. house. Yeah. Okay, so it just was like extra like funny a... that you're in wine country. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's really that's disrespectful in the funniest way. Like truly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every mm-hmm. so much disrespect all yeah. around. Um, what do you guys drink? Are you drinking at? Literally, Montucky. Yeah. So we're new to that. They Chicago just. Oh, he's right for the Rainier. Chicago oh, just yeah. got these finally. I think like last month, Montucky's finally allowed to be <laughs> purchased in Illinois. So Corey and I have been sipping on these lately. <laughs> And what are your thoughts? I love it. I like, Mm. it's like such, I don't know. They're just like, you know, the light beer thing. It'd be something that I would get at Chicago bars. Like I loved going, I won't rope Corey in, but I know he loves dives as well. And it was always like a Malort 
and a light beer, no matter what it was, whatever the light beer that was Oof. cheapest at that specific bar, and then a uh, shot of Malort. And Montuckies are like just like a little nicer light beer, and eight percent going back to local causes. You know, says it on the can. Got to be true. Didn't know that. Listen, yeah, so. yeah. yeah I, I, it reminds me of like a time in my life, and it still happens. I say a time in my life as if that time has passed. Uh, but like you know, let's say it happened more often in my 20s where uh you know you'd go for more bang for your buck right so you a shot in a beer special that's like super you're like i'm Mm -hmm. of course i'm gonna get that you know i've like and so so many different combinations it didn't matter what it was you were just like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, you weren't trying to like push it it. oh i don't like heaven hill sorry like you're just like yeah whatever it is no i love heaven hill heaven hill's great that's the uh seems so do you guys know what a chicago handshake (laughs) is no. Okay, so Chicago no. Handshake is an old style or a PBR, normally old style, and a shot of Malort, and it's traditionally like five bucks at most dives in Chicago. If the bar doesn't have Malort because they've either run out or they just refuse to carry it, they'll normally sub it for Heaven Hill. So that's like kind of the like, that's, and they call it, is it called like the Chicago, oh, the Chicago Fist Bump instead of the Chicago Handshake, I think is Heaven Hill and beer as opposed to Malort. But Malortal, Malortal. It'll torture your insides. It's uh so never I've never had Malord. I literally was only introduced to it last year yeah. from um actually watching a um like beer seminar thing where um Pat, what's his face from the Cicerone program? Um Faye. Faye, yeah. Um was drinking he's a Chicago yeah, guy. Was drinking Malort and I was like, everyone was like going crazy in the chat about it. I was like, I don't know what this yeah. is. Um, do you want to explain for the audience what Malord is? Yeah, it's um, so everybody, everybody has like their thought of what it tastes like. It's a it's a worm. It's a liqueur aged in wormwood. Um, And it's so it's very bitter. And so what used to happen was like in the 60s when the the business first started, they had (laughs) Illinois wouldn't even it was so messed up. They wouldn't even like bottle it in Illinois. So they had it uh, made in Auburndale, Florida. And they would have <laughs> of it course in Florida. Up and it would age so, so long and so bitter. So by the time you'd get to the bottle that like was made in whatever, 20, 1970, and then you're drinking it three or four years later, it was so bitter. So it's just everybody has the Malort face. It's like hashtag Malort face. So everybody has their theory on what it tastes like. I think it tastes like what I've told people is what I assume shoe polish tastes like mixed with like the rind of a grapefruit. Like that's kind of my, I think shoe polish when I drink it. But I that's, really like it. Oh, that's something. Mm-hmm. It really makes you feel alive. Okay, Corey, what's your tasting note on Malort? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm learning new, new, new things that I just I like. It. It's really? really good. Yeah, I just drink it. You're all just yeah. He's down he's the a, hatch. He's you. a monster. He's a monster. Uh, down the hatch, take it down. Dude, he's he's like, what is mm-hmm. taste? That's the Fine. thing about shots. Like when people are like, like, why do you? It's weird to me that people <laughs> right. want shots to taste good. Like that's weird to me. Like remember, yeah, like, like I'm in college, it'd be like pucker. Just... P- like sour apple pucker and you were like oh. is there any alcohol in that they're like no it tastes good though right and you're like okay and you just walk away good i don't That's know about this point. word good but yeah. <laughs> like it's the sh- you're all Sorry, how y'all will this will this fuck me up if yeah not, like a I lemon drop it. shot like i'm good thanks i'm good but i'll take if it's free if they're coming around on trays and they're going thanks for being here for four hours um at this bar here's a lemon drop shot and you're like thank you <laughs> Every time. Sure, I'll take Shana, it. Have you had Malort before? I have not. I think we're gonna have to send you guys a care package. <laughs> yeah, I we'll think take so. it. Um, we, so I just we need we need. We... 
I just did a quick Google search really just to see what it's about. And you know what's funny since, you know, we are a beer podcast. Um, the brand was sold to CH Distillery of Chicago's Pilsen mm-hmm. neighborhood. So apparently there's a neighborhood called Pilsen, which is, um, you know, the birthplace of Pilsner in Czech Republic. Oh, yeah. So Pilsen's an amazing neighborhood. Like in CH Distillery is it was like an awesome acquisition that like a lot of people were worried it was going to change the flavor because they're they make everything. They make every time of type of liquor, but they've they've allowed Malort to be like it's still its own brand. And they started releasing like bourbons and barrel aged Malort. So they've done an incredible job of allowing the brand to still have its old like 60s vibe. It's really cool. And in CH Distillery's bar, their main one is in like the West Loop, like d- near downtown. So it's a great place for like tourists too, if they want to like just see where it's made and just start hammering those down, you know. I just sound like I work there. This is really sad. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. yeah, is this sponsor? I'm just trying to get money. It's, all, it's always a money grab. <laughs> you gotta throw those plugs in anytime yeah. you can. Mm-hmm. If we got Malort to sponsor us, that would be like we could just end our that'd be fine. We'd be done. We just It'd have to like, move to Chicago. Like, that paycheck would be like an old boot. They would just send you like an old boot. <laughs> very old and very dirty. It, yeah, it would just oh, yeah. be really stinky, so but like yeah. full of malort. They're like, this yeah. is the way we yeah. used to age it. In it's really creative. <laughs> Old Sir, <boots>. are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it's like when I have to like cut off the bar flies, be like, do you need some water? Yeah. Can, are you going to oh, make yeah. it home? Oh, look, somebody left their backpack here again. It's just like every night. <laughs> Um, I want to come back to the beer really quick. Um, Not sure if this is um, just my own personal presentation, my own pour out of a can. I do always trust a can over draft Mm. because um, a lot of places don't clean their lines and you get dirty lines and it tastes like vomit. So um, I think that may have been my experience at this place I was in New Orleans because this pouring out of a can into this glass tasting oh. pretty good i mean there's not too much of a malt profile which i would expect from beer considering that it's fermented from malt um but no no off flavors nothing um extremely offensive um just not quite enough flavor and i think when i open up the rainier it's going to be a good contrast i think rainier still holds on to its flavor Corey, i know that's what you're sipping on are you what, what are your feelings on rainier how does that make you feel? Yeah, no, it's just taste. It's, uh, this is very delicious. Yeah, it's very What's good. But your feelings, how does it make you feel? Feel. Dead. No feelings yet. Oh. In- no feelings. Interesting. I mean, more I drink, Excellent. More That's what we need. Yeah, right now, I. Keep they sipping. Per- and Shauna, you, you opened yeah. the Modelo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's so, you know, so it's, I'm with you that, like, if you're at a place that you're not sure what the draft line situation is, which is unfortunate because you never know, like even like nice beer bars don't clean their lines properly. Um, and then within like a few days, oh. stuff starts growing in there. So yeah. that's gross. I know, I know, I know it's, it's, ugh. but you know, a lot of people, you can't taste it up to a certain point, but then you can, but well, you yeah, can, you dr- can. Just always, it just like has always have some flashback whenever I drink Modelo and it's always pleasant. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, the most complex beer of all time, but that's okay. It just like reminds me of summer and yeah. like eating tacos mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, fucking chilling, yes. which I think is 
th- three things I really like. Yeah, that's what's great. so nice about like Mexican beers is like there's such a built-in like just chill like eating salty food culture to it. Like that is really true. Like even with Dos Equis and Corona, like it's just meant to be you're chilling out or you're like on a vacation or you're just like at a pool. Like it's kind of neat that that you know what I mean. Like that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. That- that's just like built in, like, I mean, yeah, a lot yeah. of it is marketing, obviously, but like when you, if you're in a resort, if you're at a resort or you're on vacation and like, that's what's available, like how brilliant that that's just part of like what people feel about that beer is just like joy yeah. and like relaxation. Shonda, last time you were in Mexico, what was the beer you were drinking all the time down there? Oh, Soul. Oh, I love Soul. Soul. Yeah. Yeah. Soul's one of my favorites. It's like, I mean, it's like, it's very similar to Modelo, but like. Uh, I don't know. Something about Soul is better than Corona. It's just like it's. So, I think the carbonation on it is like a little higher than Modelo. So I mm. think it just it gets you those nice the, that nice carbonic. Yeah. I have such a weird thing. Mexican beers like I like them out of bottles better than cans. I don't know why. I think it's like just in my head. But there's something there. Yeah. yeah. It and, is. You know, it's like putting the lime I, in the I, bottle. I, I don't know. It's I sound psychotic, but. It, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, you're not. The chill factor. Yes. The chill factor. And something that I do want to just so Shauna and I uh, were we teach beer classes and we have a company called Seattle Beer School. So I'm just always going to talk any moment of education. I'm throwing it in. Um, but I do want to say just because you know after over a year of dealing with COVID-19, aka coronavirus. Obviously, there's a lot of corona jokes being thrown in there. And I want to take this as a learning opportunity uh, because corona famously has the clear bottles. And um, for anyone who works in beer or packaging, um, clear bottles are the worst way you could package beer. And it's because it allows for UV light to come through. And it basically taints the beer. What's ha- uh, what's called skunking happens, and it makes it a smell that's really similar to kind of weed. It's it gets really dank, which isn't necessarily like the worst thing to happen. But um, and Shauna, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe where the trend of putting the lime is was to help like balance the pH to make it wow. not so skunky. Oh. I mean, because if you Crazy. think about it, like it's so aromatic. So like all and all, also you can't smell much when you're drinking out of a yeah. bottle, right? But sure. all you could smell is that lime going that's right in there. <laughs> and then yeah, you no longer have this like technical off flavor that happens by them choosing to use a clear glass over a brown or green bottle. Is brown or green better? Is one of those yeah, two brown better? Brown is the best. Cans are the best because it completely blocks you. Sure, sure. Brown's the next best. Green is the second best, although light still is second through if you Second worst. Second you worst. You're right. Um, because um, green still allows for it. So something like uh, a Heineken or a Stellar Artois is still going to have that skunky, weedy, dank smell to it. And really, it's crazy because it just like it's UV rays interacting with a summarized alpha acids, which is just like the bittering agent in beer. So like and some people what the craziest thing is some people are like they're so connected to that now. Like if you think about Heineken, they're like cool with it because like. People are like down with it. They're like, ah, so skunky. The they think it's <laughs> supposed to be there. Yeah. Oh, Good for them, so I guess, right? Like they really that's amazing. Yeah. They're, they're all just... laughing at a boardroom. <laughs> they're all yeah, fuck right? it. That's great. Yeah. It's and like a lot of um, Belgian brewers will use green bottles too. Like if you think about fancy Belgian bottles, 
I just say fancy in Belgium because they kind of go hand in hand sometimes. They do. And like if you build that into your recipe, if you know there might be a slight skunk happening, then it's like, okay, cool. You the brewer made was like made wanted that to happen. So like let's roll with it. Oh that, yeah, right? if you're like brewing with that, like knowing that that's gonna happen. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, if it, exactly. But if it happens when you don't plan on it, then it's like, oh man, that's just poor. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You Mistake. guys know the spiral? Remember the bottle that had the spiral in it? Mm. And then, mm-hmm. Was it Bud? I think it might have been. I think yeah. it's course. Uh, I think it's course. Course. The vortex course? thing. What like, was the it... concept? Yeah. Yes, course. The vortex. I don't remember what, what is, the what exact context was, but I do have an interesting little like tangent that I know a dude from uh, actually a college friend of mine who's an engineer. And one of his engineering friends, it like was part of the team that created that vortex. They actually had engineers on that <laughs> to like wild. create that for the purpose it served. But there, I actually met one of the people who helped develop that. That's wild. That's yeah, so, so random. It's so funny. Like you're, you go through like all this training to be an engineer and that's your like crowning <laughs> yeah, achievement. Right? Is the vortex bottle? Well, also, it's just a really good example of how macro beer, uh, they have so much money that they, 90% of their budget is going into marketing. So it's like, it's not actually enhancing anything. They're not changing recipes. They're not doing anything different with the beer. They're just marketing some wacko thing that they hired a bunch of engineers to do to be like, put it in a commercial, make it seem like something new. So was the point for it to go down your gullet? Oh, yeah, something about the. I'm sure that's what. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'm I'm just just drinking it. You know, I don't care. I'm just slamming it. However, (laughs) dude, I, I seriously thought it was like a way for it to get down your gullet faster. I think it might be. (laughs) I think so. Gullet. Like a little whirlpool. Look, look how fast whirlpools go. It's got to make it help. That's the way it works. (laughs) Down the hatch. You see how easy this marketing works on dumb people like me? I'm like, yeah, bro. Dude, it's so great. Although it does make me it's feel also, better that I, I did meet an actual engineer. I was like, I don't know. What are they paying that person to do nothing? Maybe it does help a little bit. It also is, um, I don't know what, I, sorry to, if this is going to offend anyone, but like the, the reason why I tend to have beef with anyone in marketing is because I'm like, yeah. you guys are just liars. You, you're yeah. just, you're just spinning mm-hmm. anything yeah. for money. So I mean, true. it sounds, I mean, at parts of it, you're like, oh, it sounds kind of fun. And then you look into it and you're like, oh, 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 yeah. I'm not sure about all that. Sell that soul. Sell that soul. It's man. wild. That's like, that's what it is. I've been doing, capitalism, um, so I try, like, one mm-hmm. of the reasons I even bought a nice microphone, I tried it, like, I've been auditioning for voiceover commercials, which is wild. And beer, obviously, like, every week is a new beer commercial. Like, they never stop spending money. And, like, it's so funny when the direction from the agency comes in of, like, how they want the beer drinker to sound. And, the, and it's always, it, all the feedback <laughs> is always, Sound more like someone who's just hanging with their friends. You need to sound like a beer drinker. I'm like, I am a beer drinker. And I'll be like, Montucky cold stacked. It's great. You know, I'm just like crying into the microphone. Like everything is supposed to sound every single beer, like every agency that represents beer, it's they want the exact same thing as their competitor. They just it's just like chilling out with your friends out by the camp. Dude, you gotta prep by getting a modello, pushing a lime on there, yep. get yourself in chill mode. It puts Right in the chill zone, and then boom, you nail your audition. Guess what? You're a millionaire. Yeah, it's good advice. 
would you be willing to um, show us what your voiceover um, voice would be for Montucky? Oh, God. See, that's one that I feel like I don't fit the stereotype for. Mon- people from, because this is from uh, Montana, right? Like, yeah. See, people from Montana are just so much chiller and cooler. I, so, one thing I had, I was trying to audition for like some of the Mexican beers, and it's it was very much like a, you're just out here. It, it was like, you're sitting out on a towel, not a care in the world. The wind's going by and the salt's in the air. Corona. Mmm. That tastes good. It was like that. It was like that was the copy. And then I would like do it like that. And the agent would be like, you don't sound real. I go, this copy is angering me. I can't imagine. And I'm like sitting here and like my girlfriend's in the back and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, hold on. I got to get into character. Mm, there's the towel in the sand. She's like, this is what you do for a living? <laughs> um, but like Montucky would be like, I, I don't know enough people from like Missoula to even like, like, are they just so like chill? Oh, it's like, <laughs> Montucky, it tastes like horse hooves. Oh, That's right, right, right. Yeah. Pretty yeah, sure. I, I'd have no clue. Like, I, I don't know. What, like, Wait, is it da- isn't David Lynch from Montana, which doesn't make any he? sense? Yes. No, it doesn't. And his yeah, voice is kind of sense. weird because oh. it, it, he does have a weird it's an accent. accent, but it's not really what you think. It's like it sounds he kind of sounds like an old woman. It's weird. <laughs> he does have an oddly high pitched voice. <laughs> That'd yeah. be funny if all people from Montana sounded like like a 68 year old woman. But like no matter what age and what gender and sex, whatever you are, it's like yeah, everyone yeah, is the same. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just like. Oh, here you go. Montucky like cold snacks. Mm. Isn't life fun? <laughs> like it's just like everyone's just like just about how like the day is so fun. Oh boy, another life- great day. Twenty four hours. That's almost that too many. Like that voice you just did sounded like um <laughs> fucking Mister. I think his name was Mister Poopy Butthole from Rick and Morty. Oh yeah, that's probably <laughs> pretty Poopy, spot on. Yeah. Huh? yeah. That's a, you know what? I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> Best character ever. Mr. Poopy Butthole. I forgot about him. I love Rick and Morty. Ooh, oh, me too. Dan Harmon, Harold. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, well, gonna... I, my Pabst is doing better than I expected, but I think I am going to move on to my Rainier yeah, just because a little, a little love for the PN dubs. Mm-hmm. So this is big, have... big, big out by you guys. Have you all had this it? This is like no. the, the light beer of. I would say Washington and Oregon. Oh, okay. Well, this one, uh, to be honest, this is not light. I mean, if you're going to categorize it, it's it'd be, not. It's a American light lager, so it's like a bud. Yeah. So bud, this bud is heavy. like I always call bud, regular bud bud heavy. Me too. Bud heavies. Yeah, that's my grandpa's call. Or what about bud diesel? You guys ever hear it called bud diesels? That was oh, that was also what. Oh wait, that's no, the no, same. No. Oh, I that thought was that was like a other Michigan state thing. Like, we drink a diesels. I was like, I got to get out of this frat. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. Right. Um, off the bat, more malt flavor. There's hop aroma on here. Like you, that'd be a good AIM screen name. Second... Hop aroma. <laughs> Which one's that? The Rainier. I do. Too. This is really good. I like this one. This one's good. It yeah. it just has a significant more f- flavor profile than paps which is funny because the colors are actually f- oh, whoa. Nice. The colors oh. are very similar. Yeah, you know what? But well, probably mm-hmm. because it's Mountain Fresh. Why? Even though they don't brew it here anymore. <laughs> Important to know, guys, uh, it's naturally brewed. Thank God. Yeah. As a, as opposed to artificially. By a robot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. AI. Brewed. But like, does everybody out by you guys, I'm assuming, just like go on hikes and drink this? Is everyone just always hiking? <laughs> I, everyone's always hiking, although I would say that for the most part, we just have such a good craft scene mm-hmm. here that you're, you've always got craft beer with you. 
Um, mm. This beer is also a little more bitter. It is, right? Than the Modelo, at least, which is cool. Yes. And so Rainier is from Seattle. That's where it started. The actual, the old Rainier building is right off the highway. Beautiful old building that's actually been converted into random businesses. I went to a, um, there's a spa there that I went to that was so rad. Old brick building, quirkiest little spa with like different themed rooms and stuff, but it is no longer. They keep the exposed brick and everything? Oh, yeah. Um, I love that. And it it no longer is brewed here in Seattle. I honestly have no idea where it's brewed or who it's even owned by. It's owned Um, by Golden Colorado. Oh, Golden Colorado. It's it's owned by Pabst. Oh, really? Because I've been to I've been to that. They also own. They brew it there, like in Gold. Yeah, that's wild. Probably. They also, I believe, they also own uh, Schlitz. Oh, I love Schlitz. That's the cheapest mm. beer you can find in Chicago. Oh. Yeah, it's like it's $2.50 for one at the bar here. The equivalent in here is Olympia, mm. which is another yeah. Washington State um, city. It's the capital of Washington. These are all I, beers I don't... That's another beer? Mm. Is Olympia beer? Ollie Bibby. I think they have that I've never here. I've heard of that one either. I, gotta try I think that. you can get Olympia in Illinois. Really? It's cool because it's like each, just when we think that we kind of know all the American loggers, like big American loggers, you were like, wait, I've never heard of that or I've never heard of that. Like I had never had hams until kind of recently. I love a hams. Hams? Hams? Hams is maybe my favorite of all of them. I was like, this is actually like, this is, this is a craft beer. This is great. My 96 year old grandfather isn't allowed to drink, but he makes an exception for hams. It's his favorite thing in the world. I'm not kidding you. Like all my photos with him, like recently in the last couple of years have just been me and him holding hams. Cans. And it's like, it's like I can't walk, but yeah. I can drink this. It's, um, you know, it'd be a really it. fun video for the four of us to do. If we ever get out toward you guys, like in, in the future would be to like line up all the major, like every light beer, you know what I mean? Like the 10 ma- and just like, just run through them as like either blind taste test or because I, I yes. think I wouldn't know I would the love difference a blind of taste. like all 10. I would be so bad at like picking them out. I bet once though you're, you're doing it blind and you're focused, I bet you would be able to pick out like the differences easier. I think than you once expect. you get into it though, your tongue is so like you've had like Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light. And by the fourth one, you're like, I don't know where I'm at anymore. You're just like, well, the, that's true. There are techniques to help with that. We always recommend a plain cracker in between, a saltine, mm. an oyster cracker. Um, also, was really helpful. And sorry, I'm going back into like teaching mode right now. Um, oh, is yeah. something that Sean and I teach a lot is um, smelling Whoa. your arm because your scent is so familiar. It resets wow. your like nasal palate. That makes mm. sense. Yeah. And then you head, go back in and, and start drinking again. So like, and we. oh yeah um we are huge advocates of blind tasting because it removes bias completely and it really exposes things for what they are so blind tasting any day all day will we're always it's so wild too the things your body like the thing that happens because you're just like there's sometimes where i've been so stumped that i like need to lay down (laughs) for a second you know Mm -hmm. like i like can't I'm like, wait, I should know what's, ha-. it's like so crazy how we like have to know, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just me. I'm, I'm like, I'm roping you it's all just, into I'm it. I'm all this, yeah. <laughs> uh, you can also cleanse your palate with a uh, flaming hot mm. Cheeto. That helps. You got the Limon ones too. Did you notice that? Oh yeah. The, 
I've never okay. had the limon. Limon. Oh, I haven't had it. That's either. the best one. I got. I got these for mm. you, Jess. Thank you. I appreciate that. I got a massive order from Taco Bell. <laughs> like how? What's massive? Because you should see. You should see my. Yeah. Stomach. What's happening? Like if it's right, like four uh, things, I'm gonna be like triggered. It's got to be like. Oh, I do want to say really quick. <laughs> yeah, gonna be really triggered. triggered. <laughs> if you go to a Taco Bell and they hand you a survey thing, fill out this survey. Support your service mm. workers. Support anyone that is in hospitality or service. Please, please, please. Um, they are doing the Lord's work right now. They're the ones serving us. They're the ones keeping us going. So I was served today by Zach and Caitlin. Thank you, Zach, Zach and Caitlin. They were super cool. Zach gave me a little shock on my way out. Um, yeah, cool people. That's incredible. Dude. This is my favorite podcast. So far, mm -hmm. we've talked shit about <laughs> frats, talked shit about marketing, and talked about how awesome yeah. service workers are. Yeah. This is, I love this. This is my favorite. We're, it's like universe. a, it's like a conservative nightmare. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have got, I've got <sighs> four different tacos. I've got a crunch wrap and I have some of the, um, the oh, cinnamon. Oh man, twists. you did do well. That's a great order. The, cin mm. the cinnamon twists are like, I think they're the so best good. dessert in fast food. That's my, I'm going to go out on a very bold yes. claim. Yeah. Totally. I'm, bold. I'm more of a cry. I like the flurry though. I, like the I mean, the mixture, guy. though. You know what? Me and Sean are all yeah. about that crunch. It's true. It's a good I, point. I love good crunch, point. but I have to admit sense. that I'm flurry. I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a real jackass and say that, uh, the Wendy's frosty is better than the McDonald's flirt McFlurry. Whoa. I respect it. I respect it. No, I. <laughs> it is really I didn't good. Die. I just oh, I've forgotten okay, about it. I thought you like literally oh, were going to kick me out of I, this podcast on that. I'm all thick, guys. <laughs> and, and I, my screen nice. goes away only. That'd be so great. Yeah. <laughs> well, You're just gone. Uh, yeah, no the the frosty is great. Especially you have to have fries with though. You can't just get a frosty. You have to dip the fries in the frosty. It's like a Got it's like to. a combo. I dip the nuggets in it too, and people look at me weird. I okay, would be good, okay with you. that. I'm in a safe space. <laughs> I think the fries and the frosty mm -hmm. was the original menu hack. Fries and the frosty. I think that's that was perfect. the first ever yeah. menu hack. People are like we figured it out. We got this. <laughs> I do. I do want to say a couple things about Taco Bell really quick. One. I didn't get any sauce packets, which they may have told me they didn't have any because I said something and then they cut out and I was like, okay. Oh um, so I'm fortunate on that. Good thing I do have hot sauce in the home. Um, second but of that's... all, I know. I know, right? Um, and I Brutal. love all the different hot sauces, like the Milds Bomb, mm. the Diablos mm -hmm. Bomb. I love it all. Um, I also do want to say the last time I had Taco Bell was, and this is, I guess this is the extended uh, drunchy segment right now. Um, because the last time I had Taco Bell, it was my high school reunion. Um, <laughs> this was only two years ago. Thanks. for um, Okay. I was going to say, thanks for doing this 10 years ago. You did that one thing. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> uh, 10 year high school reunion two years ago. And, um, it was at a brewery of course, because, um, me and my friends were the nerds of the school and we were student council. So we were the ones who planned the high school reunion. And, uh, so we made it at a brewery because I forced them to. And so we're all drinking, of course. How could you not be drinking at a high school reunion? Let's be real. Um, afterwards, luckily, one of my best friends doesn't drink. So she's always our DD. Bless her heart. Mm -hmm. um, 
good friend and, to have. Very good. Yeah, we were like, once we wrapped up everything, we were like, Taco Bell. Chanting um, we're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're like, Camille, if you don't drive us to fucking Taco Bell right now, I swear to God, our friendship's over. Yeah. So we went to Taco Bell and um, drunkenly in the backseat of um, someone's dad's van, it was the perfect situation you could have been in. And I don't remember what I got. I've been drinking a lot. So that was the last time I had Taco Bell. Yeah. And I'm very excited to dive back in right now. I'm so excited that yeah. we get to like see this happen live. Like this is big for Should we all can we should we give it a moment of silence? Yeah. I have I just pulled out a random taco. I believe it's the potato. Like this crunchy spicy uh, soft pota- soft potato. The spicy potato taco. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is so um good. excellent content. So you know oh, yeah. this hearing is... me just chew. You guys are I'm like <laughs> here, here, here. She's frozen. Oh, wow. <laughs> you freeze your Cheetos? Oh, oh I said she was that, frozen. She I, froze Corey, I thought the same thing. Yeah, oh. I, was like, she would put them in the <laughs> I thought you said this was frozen. Fresh <laughs> out of the freezer, yeah, guys. Yeah, like Girl cookies. Like, why'd you put those in the freezer? Yeah. Speaking like, of which, they are in the Girl freezer right the freezer? now. So here's the main... I, I'm very excited about this Taco Bell thing, but I have to ask because I got into this argument recently with s- some friends. What's the best Girl Scout cookie? Mm. Okay, Top what three. Are I have three. Okay. Have and three. controversial because mint and chocolate isn't everyone's favorite, but Thin Mints are fucking classic and they are... Yes, definitely yes. top three. Okay. Yes. Have yes. to be. Absolutely. Um, Samoas. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. That's probably my number one, obviously. In terms of flavor combination, they're the best ones. And my third is the Tagalon, which is the peanut butter. That's, that's okay, three so for three. Sounds like we're all on the same team. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, okay. I, I'm, I, I was with you for, mo- I think, Samoa, Thin Mint. If you say no see does, oh, I'm going to get no, on a plane. God, no. <laughs> okay, good. I'm Thank not God. a sociopath. <laughs> But I do enjoy a treat foil. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Which one's that one? What's the things that are on that? I forget that It's like the shortbread. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just a classic. That's a classic cookie. It's like a grandma grandma cookie. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's like the drop off from third to fourth is pretty substantial. (laughs) It's just like, agreed. And, but I do, I do appreciate a good shortbread cookie because we don't see it a lot Mm -hmm. in American culture. I feel like it's very British tea time sort of thing. But in that context, an afternoon tea with a little trefoil, I would never be mad. Did you say trefoil? How did you say it? You say trefoil. trefoil. I said trefoil. (laughs) I don't know. Trefoil, but there's only one E. But you said trefoil. Maybe that's how you say it. What if we didn't know? Well, yeah, what if we just all sound like you, Look, you guys, you don't need to know that one. That's not on the order list. Order the top three only. <laughs> That's true. Great point. Um, so, so far, my potato taco is excellent. I did add black beans. It's fresco, so it doesn't have, like, sour cream or cheese in it. But I added black beans with the potato. Pretty solid. Their I'm black beans are it. so good. I love I their black beans. i never had their black beans. Right? Black beans are hard to mess up. I gotta imagine I'd like them. Yeah, it's kind of like... I have a friend that like always subs black beans for um, any of the meat. And I always, I used to always make fun of her. And then I had it and I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm the dumbass. Okay, cool. Well, you were just learning. Yeah, I was failing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it's just step by step. I'm pretty happy with this. Those yeah? potatoes are just so good. So good. Why are they so good? I know, right? What are they? I don't know. Are they cr- like what are they? What are they? Are they like hash browns? They're like home fries. Oh. Yeah, they're like crisp and they're like seasoned really well for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> they're not like as crispy as you would want a classic um, breakfast potato, but it's also loaded with everything else in the taco. So I'm not going to hold that against them. 
A lot of sogging items. <laughs> yeah. A lot of soaping up, mm -hmm. socking up, soaping up, soaping up, soaping Sopping. up. Sopping. Ew. Don't soaping. put soap on Yikes. your tacos. Do not put soap on your tacos. <laughs> don't don't put Dawn on your tacos, it's not, it's not a great idea. I was watching a TikTok once where this woman was like washing salad greens. And she's like, does she yeah. put like Dawn in it? Yeah. And every, I was just yeah. like. Shauna, <laughs> I saw that same TikTok and I deleted the app. It's all <laughs> Like I think I, I think that's when I broke something in my house. I was like, this is. Yeah. Yeah, some of that crystal. That's why your mom had to get you two more of those glasses. Yeah, that's what it was. we had four. <laughs> let's just say. Okay, yeah, yeah. This sure. woman. That <laughs> honestly, at that point, I'd rather just eat the pesticides. Like what? Soap. Yeah. Also, why are you buying? Why are you buying vegetables? Yeah. Why? Are you, why are you wasting your time with that? <laughs> um. What about you guys? What are some drenchy, munchy snacks for y'all? I got some weird ones. Oh, you got some. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. No, Corey, you go first because mine's really good. <laughs> Yours is healthy, dude. I'm obsessed with croutons. I eat croutons as snacks out, of the, out of the bag. That's what my mom used to get me for my birthday every year was a bag of croutons, like my favorite, because that's what I would ask for. She's like, what do you want? Like Marie Calendars? <laughs> I love them. I'm like obsessed with croutons. That's my number one. Okay. Do you, do you make your own croutons sometimes or are they always store-bought? I've never made, my dad's made his own and I like homemade. But I've never made my own because I don't try to never have bread in my house because I'll eat it and then it's just not good for me as a not yeah, good for my because body. Of the it is a good way though when your bread is like starting to go bad. It's such it's a good to thing do to do then. Throw it away, waste it. Yeah, up. don't might as well not waste it. Make some crew You could feed the ducks. None of that. You could feed the ducks. That's always fun. You're like, God damn it. Not the park again. <laughs> also, French toast. Staling bread is great for French toast. Wouldn't know that, except I made French toast yep. last week then, watched a YouTube video, and the guy said, leave your bread out the night before to stale it up a little bit or put it in the oven at a super low heat to dry it out. Guess you need some stalish bread. You need it to be a little stiff. Yeah. So it can resist all that batter. Right, yep. It soaps it up. Soaps it up. Soaps it up. Yeah, I've done that recently too. I never listened to it because I never think about wanting French toast until the next morning, you know? And then one time I was like, I thought ahead. If you ever don't think ahead, this guy said, put it lowest temperature in the oven for 15 minutes, flip it once, and it basically does the same thing. And it was- What a hero. It was amazing. Hero. Also, borderline drunchy option because it's like when you're drinking so late that it's basically breakfast yeah. time. Breakfast like for dinner, always best. <laughs> I was going to eat some croutons on camera, but I asked my wife if I could have some that she had. I can't buy croutons or I'll eat them all in a day. I asked my wife. She was like, no. She goes, no, no, you can't have that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you know what? I respect her. I respect that decision. Got to have boundaries. Got to have boundaries. Croutons is where we draw the line. <gasps> what a good wife. She loves me. She loves me. Texas Yo. toast style. Texas toast this is what my wife goes with. She likes the Texas toast croutons seasoned, of course. I'm going to try these out. I have a different brand I like, but we'll see. We'll see how Texas toast does. Yeah. Crunch right into the mic. Very crunchy for the audio. Is it the most crunchy? It might be. Of like, yeah. Oh, like crispy crunch. Crunch is in very big. It's like this size is big. So they're really stepping it up. Yeah, their marketing team gets it. The thing about, I wonder, about store-bought croutons is I wonder how many of them are actually, like, fried. 
because sometimes they get a little greasy you know it has a little bit once you bite into it kind of dissolves that's a good point how are the hot cheetos with the lime Dude, they're so good. Really? Dude, they're the best. I haven't had the lime ones. I'm a huge hot Cheeto fan. If I'm on a road trip, that's snack of choice. That and combos for sure. You know what's nice? Combos. That's road trip. You know One of my top two on road trips. The craziest thing is when you smell the bag of cheese, when you first open it, you smell the cheese first. Like it smells like a normal Cheeto bag. Right. And then you then you get like a little bit of like spice, something else, and then you get the lemon. But I think the that really helps to kind of brighten the whole deal up. Did you partner that on purpose with Modelo so that you could have that little lime hint with the drink? Because that's brilliant. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did that on purpose. Okay, Drunchy. Um, okay, so my favorite, my Drunchy is Cheez-Its. Uh, that's like always been my go-to. Like I can eat a whole box and it's like, you know how you feel after that. It's awful, but they're so good. Like it's good for, and then I'm a big frozen food like I'll like I pack our freezer with like mozzarella sticks and like stuff like that, like stuff that like cheese curds, things like that. But my new obsession I've been, I've, I was obsessed with these like years ago and now brought it back into my life is the snack factory pretzel <sighs> crisp, everything bagel pretzel mm-hmm. crisps mm-hmm. snack factory i feel like doesn't get enough love i maybe they do i just don't have enough people i know talking about you them. get hummus with that or you just eat that raw I, supremely spicy hummus of That's course the and then also we've been really into the farmer's fridge uh they make really like bet like more like yogurt based like better dressings because you know i eat like crap with you all the time but like if i'm trying to eat better they also make like a buffalo ranch and like <gasps> different dips it's like a little better for you so if you eat the whole carton you can wake up the next day and go, it wasn't Dean's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, which, yeah, whatever I would. Even, um, so these are really good. Everything bagel. I know Corey and I just recently filmed an episode where we like both had everything bagel breakfast sandwiches again. I'm on like a tear of everything bagel, anything like I'm Bro, I went and bought that. that shaker, everything bagel seasoning. Season. Trader yeah. Joe's the best. Yeah. I go with Jewel Osco. I go to the poor people. people oh, nice. <laughs> course, it's all good. Though. They got it there just, too, though. It's just sesame yeah. seeds, like cracked black pepper. It's like the same five things, but it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be like dried onion bits or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. there's a there's a place in so Seattle has never been known to have good bagels. Um, but you know, I don't know what the bagel scene's like in Chicago, but New York, of course, has the best bagels. Right. right. Um, so I lived there for about 10 years. So I had a, a, a little bit, um, you know, ruined when it comes to bagels, but there's a new place now called Mount Bagel that is making bagels and they like sell out in 30 seconds. Like it's online yeah. only and they deliver it, but their everything bagel is a dream. Oh, you and bought I, some? Yes. Well, I personally did it, but I know someone who did. <laughs> did it live up to the New York, you think? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Wow. It did. No way. Yeah. What messes up, I think the, the texture is wrong on most bagels, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you have to have that that outside that has it's not crunchy, but it's like that chew. Yep. And you have to have the bubbles in there. And like if it's too sourdoughy, that doesn't make sense to me. Right. I don't know. It's like such a fine line between like good and bad. Sean's yeah. made homemade bagels before. Yeah, oh. that was, you know, everybody was making bread during quarantine. My girlfriend and I just started making like, we did bagels and um, we like got really obsessed with the uh, Bon Appetit like videos online and we started just trying to recreate recipes and they turned out, 
I mean, like I first of all, I told Corey this. I didn't know you could just make bagels. Yeah, I thought you I thought you had to have machines and like a guy from and Long a bunch Island. Of lie. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> some guy from Long Island's like has to be with you. And we made them. I was like, oh my God, like this is better than like a lot of places. Like it's better than like a fast food bagel. <laughs> I thought they were pretty damn good. But there's a place now in Chicago, the episode I was just referring to. The guy was like from Long Island and he got a teaching gig in Madison, Wisconsin. And then now he's got a couple locations in Chicago. And he claims that the New York water thing is just, it's just a New Yorkers to sell bagels to people from Indiana. That's like what oh, he's that's hilarious. And he I goes, it's not about that. It's about everything else. You can get great water in the Great Lakes. That's a bunch of, you know, like whatever. And so I've had, we just, Corey, even after we filmed that, Allie and I walked and we got six of their bagels like to have throughout the week and cut them in half and have them with their scallion cream cheese. I and my new favorite bagel is an egg everything bagel. Mm. It's a little it's yolkier looking. It's mm -hmm. oh my oh my god. Do they coat it with it? What do you mean? Like I'm not you're not I'm I'm thinking sandwich, like a not an egg sandwich. So it looks in exactly like an everything bagel. In the but bagel. The, but the color of the bagel is bright orange, like a yolk. So they, so they must just do uh, mystery work with yolks. <laughs> I'll say so, that. Yeah. So very good. I'm obsessed right now. It's like a seance you do with the yolk. Yeah. We have oh, to close yeah. the blind. We get to close the blinds and there's like a whole thing. We got to like tell the building we're going to do it. Yeah. It's a weird thing. It takes forever. <laughs> it's like hours. <laughs> but damn, is it worth it? But yeah, no, uh, bagels are... Uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, you could make them anywhere. It doesn't have to be, yeah, maybe the New York water had something to do with it at some point, but anyone could adjust their water. So, like, you're mm -hmm. just putting salts in there. So, I think it's probably just a tradition thing. Like, if you didn't grow up with a lot of bagel places around, you're going to be used to shittier bagels. And then, you know what I mean? Your bar will be lower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. But I want to try your bagels, Sean. I know. I uh, I'm like I want to get back to making them again. I'm just Shawnee Bagels because the guy here's Joey Bagels. So I want to be Shawnee Bagels. I'm gonna put him out of business, <laughs> and I'm only gonna sell everything egg bagels. <laughs> That's the only thing. It's yeah, just, just that. Nothing else. <laughs> no cream cheese. I'll be out, I'll be out of business before I even open the doors. But as long as you put Joey out of business, you've done it right. Yeah, he's like a super nice guy. But for some reason, I have a weird thing. I'm just like, he's going down. He's like the nicest <laughs> guy probably in the world. Fucking Joey. Mm -hmm. He just adopts like a Brooklyn accent real yeah, quick. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not even from Brooklyn. I'm like, you might be. He's like, what? <laughs> from Long please Island, you ass. Like, just Please mad. leave me alone. Mm -hmm. You guys, I still have so much Taco Bell. I'm full off of like two of the tacos. <laughs> I don't well, know why I ordered so much. The beans and potatoes, man. That's some filler stuff. That stuff. You're right. You're also, I'm right. a little surprised you didn't take a bite of each one. Yeah. That would have been the smart thing. I think I was just hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going for it. Yeah. She just can't think. Did you have a did you have an edible before you ordered? <laughs> I didn't, although I should have. That would have enhanced the experience tenfold. Yeah, well, that's okay. You don't need you don't need drugs to enjoy things, okay? You don't need, but it helps. It helps a lot, though. <laughs> but it but it does make things a little easier. This is also the beautiful thing about you guys being two hours behind us. It's only like five thirty where you are. I know people listening yeah. to this are like, "It's nine in the morning on a Monday for me." Well, you know what? For you, Jess, you have the whole night ahead of you, and it's gonna be great. You know what? True that. And I don't work tomorrow. Oh wait, no, I think I do. Are we bottling <laughs> tomorrow, Shauna? I don't know what's going on. No, we're not bottling tomorrow. <laughs> I guess I don't work tomorrow then. Oh, there you go. You got a whole night ahead of you. 
We're good. We're good. Taco <laughs> Bell also reheats way better than people realize. So you can Ooh, throw. I'm advice. telling you. I'm telling you. Don't push that agenda. That's no, just, not like tomorrow. Like in an it. hour. In an hour. No, the second that you stop eating it, it's no, Taco Bell no. is done. I That's disagree. the finish line. I disagree. Ooh, hot take. Hot take. Wow. This is kind of what, like. Do you microwave it? Well, I don't have a microwave, so. Oh, that's going to hurt. Put it in the broiler. <laughs> that's good. That's Do you have good. an air fryer by chance? <laughs> I don't. Okay, cool. I wish I did. Damn. That'd be perfect for reheating. Air fryers are dope. Yeah. Is it? You have a toaster oven. Think about the amount of shame you have to take on just the toaster oven Taco Bell. Dude, how dare you? How Do you know what we you're, do for a living? I've been self. through way worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with you guys in fast food and us with drinking, yeah, I think we've dealt with way worse. Yeah. Just like the weirdest poop possible. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. I don't know if Sorry. air frying makes a difference on that end. I, I, I mean, am that. a little worried about my gastrointestinal uh, tract right now, You'll but you know it. Fine. It'll all I'll come out. Fine. I actually, uh, you know, I still have a month and a half of my 20s, so oh my God. <gasps> I'm going to... Um, Try, try to make that work as if that's going to make a difference as if that like actually has anything to do with how we process food. I've read, I've read, I don't know that once you turn 30, that's when it all ends. What ends? <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Cause I haven't experienced it yet, but <laughs> when it happens, I would just prepare yourself. Ooh, I'm ready. I'm ready. We're doing a a dad-themed barbecue for my 30th, I've decided. We all have to dress like dads. I love that. That's fun. I like that. Yacht rock only. Jess, you could ask Sean and Corey for dad advice because they're going to be going to a lot coming. of meetings and bookstores. I'm not going to any of these meetings with Sean. <laughs> what's, the, what's the dad outfit? Is it just high socks and... Like you got to get those white New Balance shoes. Yeah, that's true. Half socks, uh, jeans, um, jean shorts with the loop for a hammer to the <laughs> knee. Yeah. And then any like shirt that a friend of yours when they went to Hawaii and they got presents for everyone. Um, any touristy shirt, any shirt with like a wolf or a bear on it. Oh, that makes My sense. My dad had a lot of. I actually just took it off before I started the show because it's freaking warm. Bass sweatshirt. Hold on. Yeah, she's got she's got some good dad outfits. That's a requirement for the oh, birthday party. Called it bass sweatshirt. Good call. I just know her wardrobe. Good call. That's I mean, amazing. I wear it a lot. It's embroidered. I would too. That's sick. This yeah. is yeah. This is my dad's sweatshirt. You think I'm wearing a turtleneck? You're dead wrong. This is built in. Oh, this is, yeah. Dude. This is straight for my dad. <gasps> I'm all like full off Taco Bell and light beer. So <laughs> Sean and Corey, thank you for joining us today to talk about light beer. And we didn't even really get to get into the Chicago craft beer scene, which I am a fan of. I, again, I've only been to Chicago once, but when I went, I had an amazing time. Um, half acre dovetail, great breweries out there. Um, and, you know, once things are safe to travel, Sean and I have got quite the bucket list of some beer cities we need to go to, but Chicago would be a great time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Let us know anytime you come in, for sure. Absolutely. Chicago, yeah, I've been to Chicago a few times, and I, I've always really loved that city. Um, yeah. And so I look forward to going back. And Absolutely. Yeah, dude, we, we can uh, talk beer anytime. I'm down. Always. That's all we're talking about ever. 
Um, you guys want to throw in some plugs? Your your YouTube channel, social media, all that good stuff. Sean, you got has a mic. Oh, you want me to do? Okay, so yeah, uh, YouTube number six with cheese. It's basically that across all platforms except for Twitter. Wouldn't give us the number of characters that we needed to spell out number six with cheese. So it's N O the number six then with cheese. Uh, but everything else, yeah, check it out. Bunch of food reviews. It's super fun. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, and like you guys were saying, five days a week. So you guys are on that. I think that any opportunity people can jump on and see what y'all are up to. Yeah, and having yeah. watched, watched, I mean, I haven't watched all your videos, but having watched a, a few, they are fucking good. So enjoy them, guys. Watch them. Yes. Oh, thank you. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for drinking Rainier and cheap beer with us. And um, cheers, I guess, right? Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Ding, ding, ding. That was a Titan Cast episode. Oh, hi. Didn't hear you there. This is Amy. And Lexi. And we're coming at you from Confessions of Retail. All the tea. If you're a retail employee like us, then you know that there are some crazy, off-the-wall things that happen in your line of work. Join us every Wednesday while we spill all this hot confessional tea on the line of work known as retail. Everything from our own experiences to listener-submitted stories. And let me tell you, there are some crazy things that happen that even we can hardly believe. I know, right? You can find us on any major podcast directory. You can join us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on Twitter. And if you have hot tea to spill, you can send it our way to confessionsofretailallthetea at gmail.com. We will see you in the confessional booth.